hello, everyone, and thanks again for joining us on uh, another edition of the Wealth Guardians Radio Show. And remember this, we tell you what you need to hear, not necessarily what you want to hear. And JB joins me in the studio today. Hey, man, it's, we're wrapping this year up pretty quick now. I'll tell you what, man. It's, you know, we've, we've gotten through Halloween now, and now before we know it, it's going to be Thanksgiving, into the holiday, the Christmas, and New Year. It's uh, it's really going. I know it's a cliche, but boy, it rolls. This I know. Time of year, it just rolls. It does. It does. I remember I used to tell my boys when uh, we'd get to Halloween, I'd say, you know, Christmas will be here before you know it. And they'd right. say, oh, no, Daddy, it won't. It's forever. But it really does go quick. It is. It's it's coming upon us. Yep. For those of you who don't know, I'm Doug Ray. I'm the host of the program, the Wealth Guardians Radio Show, and president of, of uh, Ray Financial Group. And our group is a professional, independent firm working with pre-retirees and retirees in all areas of retirement, estate planning, including uh, wealth management, wealth preservation, asset protection, tax reduction, wealth transfer, and distribution. We are fiduciaries with a fiduciary duty, and we have offices in Charlotte and in the Triad in Clemens, North Carolina. And here we can be reached at 336-391-3409, or try us out on our webpage at uh, www.thewealthguardians.com. So our objective of this radio program is to educate you and inform you the listeners, and, and get you up to date with relevant and important information in retirement and estate planning arena. In fact, you know, we work really, really hard every single uh, day to try to bring the latest and greatest uh, uh, technology to our clients. So again, welcome to the show. JB and I look forward to spending the next 30 minutes with you and giving you some solid financial information and hopefully will help you make a difference in your retirement and uh, estate planning. And let me say this, as I always do before we go into the show, let me thank our men and women in uniform and our first responders out there for everything you do for us. Thank you for your sacrifices. We certainly appreciate it. And also, I want to uh, encourage your emails. Please bring those emails in with questions because next week's show, We're going to read those emails and answer them. So send them to me, Doug, at TheWealthGuardians.com. All right. It's going to be a great show. Looking forward to it, Doug. Well, you know, Doug, every year in October, the Social Security Administration announces changes to benefits for the following year. For 2018, there are several changes set to take effect. Now, what are those changes and how will those changes affect your benefits and what other changes are possible in the future? Let's get started right there, if you can, Doug. Well, JB, thank you for that question. Yeah, there has been several changes uh, in the last couple years, and and actually going forward for for next year. You know, KC and I have for the past uh, I don't know several years been really um, trying to educate folks about their Social Security benefits. Uh, I saw a need for that many years ago when I discovered that 75% of Americans turned their Social Security benefits on as soon as they could at 62. Mm -hmm. Because two reasons. One, many of them thought that uh, if they didn't get it, they'd lose it. And then the other reason is uh, people needed it really badly. But, you know, there's a lot of ways to turn these Social Security benefits on that will uh, dramatically affect a person's retirement. So, you know, I thank KC a ton for helping me get the word out. We've had 
a tremendous uh, success with our social security workshops over over the years and you know we haven't done one in 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 quite a while so this is to put a bee in your bonnet we're going to start our social security workshops again uh coming in January so uh, stay tuned for more information about that we will have several of them throughout uh, uh 2018 and um that's um so just stay tuned for that all right so let's get into uh what uh, what changes are in store for 2018 um you know, uh, for years, Americans have heard all sorts of different stories about Social Security system, and it causes serious questions like, is Social Security going to run out of money? Will it be around in the future? And if so, what changes are coming and, and what changes could be affecting me? Um, they're very important concern questions for Americans, and, and you have to have pay, you've paid your money, you paid your dues to get into the system, and you want to know the answers, and you deserve the answers. So... Here's what's going on. Because of demographic shifts, it's obvious that changes have to be made in the system to save it for the future. According to the U.S. News uh, Money, in 2030, more than 20% of the U.S. population will be 65 or older. That's one in five, J.B. Wow. That's incredible. This is close to double the percentage in 2010. Now, obviously, this means there's less money being put into the system and more money being taken out of the system, which is the main factor causing all the worrying about the possibility of Social Security running out of money down the road. Well, when you read or hear statements regarding Social Security possibly running out of money by the mid-2030s, that refers to the projected shortfall of the Old Age Survivors Disability Insurance, the OASDI Trust. That's a big mouthful of words. It, it is. That's a whole bunch. And that's that's what they named this thing back in the 30s when they when they created it. The OASDI is the main reservoir of Social Security benefits from which monthly payments are made uh, to the benefactors. Now, latest Social Security trustees report indicated and concludes that OASDI trust could be exhausted by 2035 from years of cash outflows exceeding cash inflows. Well, let me ask you this, Doug. If the OASDI trust is exhausted in the mid-2030s, what could happen to retirement benefits? Yeah, that's a tongue twister. I'm glad you said it, not me. Uh, well, it's a good question, <laughs> it JB. It is. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> well, it, it, it could be devastating, actually. Yeah. Can you imagine Social Security payments shrinking or going away? Listen to this. Okay. 62% of all elderly recipients get at least half of their monthly income from Social Security, according to the SSA. That's the Social Security Administration. Right. And it's projected that the poverty rate would be over 40% if Social Security were not there or guaranteed basis every month. There is absolutely no way they could allow that to happen. It's such a hot political Potato. Right. Not going to happen. But <clears throat> changes are going to be necessary. So here to help save the system and keep it going, uh, and some of these changes are set to happen. For 2018, the Social Security program will be tweaked in several important ways that affect how much you pay in and how much you will receive in retirement. Some is good news, such as this 2% cost of living adjustment we just got. Mm-hmm. However, most of the other changes are not that beneficial. Plus, most people will not see any increase in payments. Why is that? And what other changes are set for 2018 that could possibly be implemented soon? 
Well, we're going to talk about that today, and it's very important for people. So I want you to hang around. We'll get more in, in, in detail in it uh, in, in just a minute and, and well into the, the second segment of the show. So, JB, what do we have first up? Well, Doug, let's start off with some good news. How about that? I like good news, don't you? <laughs> I do. Let's start with the good stuff. And that good news is that 2% cost of living increase for 2018 you were talking about. Yeah, it, it is perceived as good news, and, and this is the biggest COLA increase in years. Right. Um, Social Security payments are adjusted every year to keep up with inflation as measured by the Consumer Price Index. And a 2% increase sounds wonderful, uh, as there was only a 03 percent increase in 2017, and there was not any COLA adjustments in 2010, 2011, and 2016. So this sounds pretty good, and it's expected to add about $27 per month to the average Social Security recipient. The higher cost of living adjustment is a result of higher inflation, but is it really uh, it's not doing a very good job as seniors are merely being given enough extra cash to keep up with the rising cost of living. Retirees tend to pay more for goods and services such as health care, housing, and that's where prices have been increasing faster than inflation. They spend less on items such as gasoline or electronics where prices are often declining. I'm actually amazed at how cheap these HD TVs are getting. Now. Right, it's incredible. But uh, that's technology. You know, one um, one uh, study by the Advocacy Group for Senior Citizens League contends that Social Security benefits only buy about seventy percent of what they did in two thousand. So it's just not keeping up very well at all. For years, the government has been experimenting with another index known as the CPI-E. And that's meant to be more accurately capture how much the cost of living rises for the elderly. This index has uh, shown somewhat faster inflation for seniors, but Congress has never seriously considered adopting it because of its budgetary worries. Obviously, any raise in payments will be helpful. Unfortunately, though, most Social Security recipients are not, and I repeat, not going to see an increase in their payments in 2018. What? Now, why in the world not, Doug? Well, it's because something called the hold harmless provision, and we're going to get into the specifics of this in the second part of today's show, Um, and it's something everybody needs to know. I I wish we had time to get into it right now before the break, but we we, we just don't. But understand this uh, with regards to cost of living adjustments. They have not always been a part of the Social Security system. They actually were only introduced back in 1972. And since then, they've averaged about a little over 2.5% per year. So it's not without precedent that uh, COLAs could uh, entirely go away. I mean, most people who have the luxury now of having a pension, uh, unless it's a federal uh, government pension, they don't have cost-of-living adjustments within uh, within their pension payments. So I think you're going to see some some major changes to the way COLAs are calculated in the future, and I'm afraid it's not going to be to the benefit of the average retiree. Remember, the government is looking for every single nook and cranny that they can save money on, and uh, that's just the way it is. All righty. Well, I'll tell you what, Doug, we're up against a break, so let's take a quick time out. You are listening to... The Wealth Guardians radio show, heard right here on 94.5 WPTI. We certainly appreciate you being with us, and you can reach Doug at 336 
336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409 and at thewealthguardians.com. Stay with us. We'll be right back here on the Wealth Guardians radio show on 94.5 WPTI. And if all my dreams come true. And welcome back to the Wealth Guardians Radio Show here on 94.5 WPTI. We tell you what you need to hear, not what you may want to hear. And right in the middle of a very important show. And I tell you what, Doug, right before the break, we were talking, or you were going to tell us about this hold harmless provision. Can you kind of go into detail about that? Yeah, let's uh, let's finish up on that one because we've got a lot more to get, uh, get done here today. Um, hold harmless basically says that, uh, if there's an increase in, um, say, Medicare uh, taxes, that a Social Security recipient is not going to get any less in payment than they got in the previous year. So the way it works this time around is we got that 2% COLA adjustment, which is wonderful, but we also have an increase in the Medicare taxes. So what I think we're going to see is basically a wash. In other words, hold harmless is going to come into play, and the 2% COLA adjustment is going to be eaten up by the increase in, in the Medicare. So there you have it. Well, Doug, that is not good news, and neither are these two changes. First, workers are going to be facing a higher tax cap, which determines how much of your money is subject to Social Security taxes. Yeah, that's uh, one of many changes expected to start helping the underfunded system and prevent it from going insolvent in the future. So in 2018, workers will contribute 6.2% of their earnings to Social Security until their income exceeds $128,700. That's up from $127,200 in 2017. So for some people, that's going to be a tax increase, and the Social Security Administration expects about 12 million people to pay higher taxes as a result of that change. I would expect to see this continue into the future because it has in the past. This is not new. So higher taxes, um, that's never good news. But okay, well, another expected change for 2018 is... The full retirement age is on the rise. Yeah, JB, you're you're right, and I've been expecting to see this. And so, next year, newly eligible retirees who were born in 1956 will have to wait until they're 66 years and four months old before they'll be able to receive 100 percent of their monthly retirement benefits. That's two month increase from 2017 for those born in 1955. For those not familiar with the way Social Security claiming works, your full retirement age is the age when you can start collecting Social Security without any permanent reduction in benefits. You are officially eligible at age 62, but if you take it then, your benefit is permanently reduced up to as much as 25%. So the longer you wait to take benefits, the more you're going to get. We've talked about that many times on this show. Mm Mm-hmm. Currently, benefits grow by 8% annually until you're age 70. So again, the longer you wait to claim, the more you're going to get. And it's expected that full retirement age will continue to increase in the future, and the early date of age 62 very well may increase in the future as well. Again, 
All of this is a part of the items that have been adjusted to help save the system some money. And, you know, in our workshops, JB, we talk about this pretty pretty extensively, and, and, I, and I make a point to tell people that, you know, if you're 55 and older at the time of these adjustments, it's probably not going to affect you that much. Right. But the, the, the age group that's 55 and younger, you're going to see some pretty significant changes. Well, you know, Doug, another change coming for 2018 is direct, uh, directed at this goal is uh, withholding thresholds for early filers will climb. Yep, that's right. The rule has to deal with how much you can make in income if you turn your Social Security on before full retirement age. This is otherwise known as the earnings test. So, for those of you who don't know, if you turn your Social Security on early, the Social Security Administration limits how much you can make before they start taking some of your Social Security benefit back from you. In 2017, early filers who were under this full retirement age had earned income of $16,920 a year would have $1 of benefits withheld for every $2 they earned over $16,920. In 2018, this threshold is inching up by $10 a month. So it now becomes $17,040. So it's a little bit of good news if you can make a little bit of money, but before you give some of it back to Social Security. And I always uh, advise my uh, clients that, you know, if you plan to uh, work past age 62, whether it's uh, what you're doing now or it's part-time or, or uh, change jobs, whatever, if you're going to make above this threshold, don't even think about filing for your Social Security benefits until you're at least full retirement age. It just makes that much sense. And, J.B., we're also going to see a similar change made for those folks who claim Social Security during the year they're set to reach full retirement age but just aren't quite there yet. So in 2017, $1 in benefits could be withheld for every $3 in earned income over $44,880 a year. That's thirty-seven forty a month. And if you haven't reached full retirement age, but will do so later in the year, next year this threshold is going to go up by $40. So that's going to be $3,780 or $45,360 a year. And it's worth noting that if uh, SSA withholds your benefits and keeps you from double dipping between Social Security income and working wages, you don't lose these benefits forever, but... What they do is once you cross your full retirement age, they recalculate your benefits and pay you back, not in a lump sum, but they pay you back monthly based on your life expectancy. All right, Doug. Well, we got the last change here, and it has to do with qualifying for Social Security. Starting in 2018, it's going to be harder to qualify, isn't it? It is. And, you know, I, I'm sitting here thinking about what we just said about all these changes and the numbers. And, and I, if you're out there listening, driving around, and, and I know it's confusing to you, one of the best ways if you really want to sit down and find out for yourself how it's going to affect you and your family personally, just call me, 336-391-3409. I'll be happy to sit there and chat with you over the phone about your situation and the changes in in 2018 and what may affect you going forward in the future. But yeah, you know, uh, JB, it's going to be a tad bit harder for working Americans to qualify and receive benefits when they retire. You know, first of all, no, you're not automatically given Social Security as a U.S. citizen. 
in order to qualify, you have to have 40 lifetime work credits. And that means you have to have a maximum of four can be earned annually. So in other words, you basically you got to have uh, 10 years of, of the qualifying credits. Now, in 2017, you were able to earn a lifetime work credit for every $1,300 in earned income. Therefore, $5,200 in income earned was enough to max out your coverage credits for an entire year. As we head into 2018, it'll now require $1,320 in earned income per lifetime work credit, or $5,280 for the full year. So now you can see there are several changes coming to Social Security in 2018, and in all probability, several more, which could be much more dramatic, will be happening in the next several years. So make sure you work with a retirement professional with expertise in Social Security to keep you updated on all these changes and help you do everything you possibly can to maximize your benefits over your lifetime. Now, speaking of benefits and 2% cost of living adjustments for 2018, I said before, most people are not going to see this increase. And why is that? Well, as we said before, there's this thing called the Hold Harmless uh, Agreement. And what that does is it basically offsets uh, anything that um, uh, increases by Medicare and uh, basically says that you're not going to get any less of a Social Security payment uh, this year than you got last year. Well, Doug, that's certainly not really good news. And like you said, will be a shock and upsetting to most people. Okay, let's take a couple of Social Security questions that we've received. The first one asks, Doug, can a spouse sign up and collect a spousal benefit while letting their own benefit continue to grow and then turn on their own benefit on later for a higher payment? JB, yeah, that is a provision that's allowed in some circumstances, and some people, depending upon their age and their credits, are able to start collecting benefits off their spouse record while letting their own benefits to continue to accumulate and then turn their own benefits on later and get a higher payment. This is a strategy that we work with our clients in retirement planning every single day if they're eligible. It's just smart. It's strategic Social Security planning. That's all it is. And if you're someone who's eligible to do this, it allows you to start collecting money while allowing your own benefit to continue increasing by 8% a year. Then you can turn your own benefit on down the line to give you a higher payment. A lot of people do this, and providing they know how this option works. Again, that's what strategic Social Security planning is all about, to find out the best strategies for you so you can take advantage of maximizing your benefits over your lifetime. You know, JB, we have done this kind of planning on a daily basis for several years now, and honestly, i got to tell you, we've had some dramatic results with it. We have found anywhere from fifty to $250,000 more wow. in Social Security benefits over a couple's lifetime if they plan properly. Well, that's some great information. Well, we've got time for one more quick question, Doug. Another popular question is, can a Social Security benefit check increase in the future if someone continues to work after turning on their benefit? It absolutely can. You know, the reason is because the way they calculate your full benefit is they take your 35 highest working years 
and they do the calculation on that. So if you continue to work and your wages uh, are a part of that 35 highest years, then you're going to increase your Social Security benefit just by working a little bit longer. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, Doug, this has been a great show and very, very, I mean, a lot of information. And there, there were some numbers in there. And if someone someone kind of got twisted around, but they're very interested in talking to you more about some of the information we went over today, how can they get in touch with you? Well, it's easy. Just pick up the phone and call us at 336-391-3409. Go on thewealthguardians.com, our website. We've got Social Security white paper there. And remember... In January, I'll give you more details later about it, we're going to do another one of our uh, famous uh, Social Security workshops. They've been uh, uh, very well attended, and and people have come to me later and said they they really uh, uh, thanked us for doing this. They learned quite a bit about Social Security that they had no idea about. As always, another great show, Doug. Thanks a lot. And we'll talk to you next week right here on the Wealth Guardian Show on 94.5 WPTI. Have a great rest of your weekend. See you next week, Jimmy.